0: स्वागत है आपका स्वराज एक्सप्रेस के खास कार्यक्रम ऑन रिकॉर्ड में और इस प्रोग्राम के जरिए हम आपकी मुलाकात करवाते हैं देश के बड़े न्यूज़ मेकर्स के साथ आज हमारे साथ एक बहुत खास मेहमान जुड़ रहे हैं जो कि अमेरिका से Skype पर जुड़ रहे हैं और वो जाने जाते हैं टेलीकॉम it's a pleasure talking to you Mr. Petroda लेकिन मेरा जो पहला सवाल है एक 14th March का एक बहुत interesting tweet मैंने आपका देखा था और वायरस uh, को लेकर था और उन्हों आपने उस ट्वीट में कहा है कि वायरस की जो महामारी है जो पैंडेमिक है वो जो लाइफ के जो fundamentals है उनको कही कही बदल डालेगा तो आपके से वो क्या है
1: complex issue hai. <clears throat> Kyunki sab log apni apni se isko dekhte hain. Jee. From my perspective, this is a lifetime opportunity to redesign the world. Okay. See, very few people recognize that the world was last designed after World War II. Mm-hmm. That design was predominantly led by America. That design created UN, mm-hmm. World Bank, NATO, WTO, GDP, GNP, per capita income. We all operate knowingly, unknowingly based on that design. Right. That design because of the connectivity doesn't work anymore because world is connected. Right. All 8 billion people are connected in a very different way. Right. We have not understood the meaning of this connectivity. Right. Today, people still have traditional mindset.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they promote lies. They do trolling. They use this only for personal benefits. All of this is going to change over a period of time.
0: But uh, we need
1: a completely new design.
0: Right. But Mr. Pachoda. Uh, uh undoubtedly uh, corona pandemic has had has has, uh, has been seen as a world shattering event now if i talk to you about the far reaching consequences of this pandemic or uh, maybe like uh, point 1 2 or 3 if you have to go according to that priority what are those three priorities which you will really set in the present order of the world
1: i think first priority from my perspective would be when we come back we need to really examine how we are going to use this new hyper connectivity to change our personal life in terms of workspace, work methods work mm. values all of that it will have impact on education health it will have impact on governance so the one key priority is going to be How do we begin to restructure based on new connectivity?
0: But, but Mr. Petroda, here you're talking about a technological connectivity, which uh, certainly we are connected well through internet, through various other means. But what about the exclusive structures which are coming within this order? Say, for example, if I talk about the political and the economic uh, structures, how do you see them shaping up in the present times and also post-COVID-19, uh, If if I, if I may ask you?
1: That's what I'm talking about when I talk about redesigning the world. The point is today everything is based on financial markets. Everything is based on trade. Global leaders only talk about trades. They make deals on armaments. They make deals on businesses. I think a lot of that hopefully will change. So we begin to really focus on two most important things in this world from my perspective. Okay. One is our planet, which doesn't belong to us, we belong to the planet, because there are other species and we have been given a sort of, you know, different message from Corona
2: mm-hmm.
1: that you are not the only one.
2: Right.
1: I have power to destroy your financial market also. Right and the other thing that really matters is people we have really not taken care of our planet properly and we have not taken care of our people properly
0: right so planet and so people these... planet and people both are two very important components of uh, on which apparently the governments have not really paid their attention well and this corona pandemic has really exposed the governments as far as these two components are concerned. But if I were to ask you, the political structures within all the nations, where, be it America, be it Europe, be it any continent, uh, you know, there is a feeling that all the governments within their systems are trying to uh, centralize all the powers as much as they can. And would the governments, would the present set up be really ready to relinquish or abandon those co- those uh, kind of centralized powers? There is, there is a doubt on that.
1: My view on this is a very different view. Okay. I believe there is a knee-jerk reaction to connectivity right now. Everybody is afraid that we are going to lose our power.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody is concerned that people will be more empowered which is a fact right okay so all democracies today are trying to go back nationalism patriotism you know and this is all irrelevant today Mm -hmm. because the world has no borders coronavirus has shown you that there are no borders okay
0: but uh, uh, Mr. Petrole, there is a feeling that the world is becoming less free less open up uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong
1: which is true and that's the knee-jerk reaction I'm talking about okay okay agree that world has become more authoritarian
2: mm-hmm.
1: media is not given the freedom that media should have and if you look at all the world leaders whether it is in US India Israel, Hungary, you know, you can go on and on. Turkey, everyone.
0: But Mr. Petrow, right? You you just have said that you know things like nationalism they are completely irrelevant. But the pattern which you see uh, across continents of the world, we see that the people are inclined more towards the state, reinforcing more and more of nationalism. So, uh, is is that? Uh, not a little dichotomy, which we see in, in, in a sense?
1: No, I don't, because I think we will get over this phase. It's a, if you understand knee jerk reaction, mm-hmm. that knee jerk reaction may last for 5 years, 10 years. Okay. Then we'll come to our senses. That future cannot be built based on these narrow interests.
0: So basically you see this period as as a kind of a wake-up call for all the countries, for all the systems of governance.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I see this as a wake-up call to redesign everything. Look at our governments are designed more as silos. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Connectivity says you got to break silos. You got to network. Our mindset today is based on command and control. Connectivity says you got to collaborate, cooperate, build consensus. So all these leaders are old-style leaders.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They have but, no understanding, right, of what future will demand.
0: But Mr. Correctly, empower everybody, right? But amidst all this, what happens to the concept of globalization, and especially in the economic yeah. order? Uh, do you see the world shifting more towards? Uh, a uh, China-centric globalization or a US-centric globalization. I'm particularly talking about the economic direction.
1: Okay. First of all, today there are two visions in the world. American vision and Chinese vision. I firmly believe that both of these visions are fundamentally based on command and control. Right. And you need to create a third vision certain things will have to be globalized
2: mm-hmm.
1: and certain things will have to be localized okay for example when i eat my tomato in the us it travels 1400 miles now that's not the globalization people would prefer people prefer to grow their tomato in their backyard right but if i need a microprocessor chip every country can't make microprocessor chip
0: but uh, so in the in the Indian context, uh, uh, how would you see things? Uh, the way the Indian government has catered to the present crisis, we've seen the markets uh, disrupted. We've seen the incompetence of the government when it comes to handling of the migrant labourers. You've seen all images across how there has been a massive exodus of uh, migrant labourers. It's like a complete failure of all the policy making over the years. Uh, What is your view on the present uh, scenario, the way the government has handled all this?
1: To me, the most important thing in this crisis is to take care of our people.
0: Which has not happened. India has has
1: large number of poor people. So when I see hundreds of thousands of people at borders in UP, when I see large number of people at train station, it bothers me. It tells me that we are not really taking care of poor as of the poor. Mm-hmm. See all rich will take care of themselves. They know how to isolate, they know social distancing, but poor people have to survive. Right. We have really not taken care of them. And on top of that, we are also communalizing this whole thing. You know, when I see some messages on TV and all, it's all about communalization of coronavirus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just not done. But what do you do? You know, if you say something, there will be thousand paid trolls will jump at you, mm-hmm. ridicule you, you know, and it's just bad character that is coming out.
0: But uh, Mr. Petrodo, you, you, you started... The character Right, you you started the technological revolution in the country. You're known to be the telecom man, and with so much of technology and tall campaigns are uh, being built around the technology. Then also we see on the ground things completely failing, uh, things completely falling apart. It's like a social collapse almost. So how do you feel that has the technology been dealt with properly when it comes to implementation? Say, for example, the distribution of rations, despite all the assurances of the government, things on the ground are just not happening. They're just not moving.
1: Because technology is not really done right okay. for implementation. It's a lot of conversation. You know, people talk about digital platform, digital technology. They have no idea what they are talking about. Leaders. Okay. I, along with a lot of other colleagues, Nandan and others, put infrastructure together for Digital India during Dr. Manmohan Singh's time. Right. And when I talk to technical people, it is very clear that we have not taken all of that to the masses so you talk about bank accounts but you can't deliver money to them you talk about rations but you can't deliver it to them because you haven't done all the work you have just talked about it and it's disturbing for someone like
0: me aapne that, ki we, bohut...
1: cannot use, that we cannot use technology today to help our poor
0: so you that there are but the और uh, डिस्पाईट जितने भी बड़े-बड़े जो डिजिटल कैंपेन्स हैं और सारे जो वादे सरकार ने किए थे कि हम uh, गांव-गांव तक लोगों तक राशन और सारे पैसे और जितनी भी चीजें हैं पीडीएस रिलेटेड वो सारी चीजें लोगों तक पहुंचेंगी वो नहीं पहुंची हैं मिस्टर एक uh, सेतु नाम का एक उनके बारे में पता चले कि वो कब उनको इन्फेक्शन हुआ, वो कहाँ जा रहे हैं, तो एक तरीके से मैस सर्वेलेंस इसको कहा जा रहा है कि किस तरह से ट्रैक किया जा रहा है ये ये आरोग्य सेतु कितना हेल्पफुल होगा लोगों के लिए आपसे समझना चाहेंगे?
1: देखिए आरोग्य सेतु जैसी एप्लीकेशन्स सब जगह आ रही है गूगल कह रहे हैं, Application Because when you use cell phone, they can track you
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you are. Now they can track you who you have interacted with in proximity
2: right. through
1: Bluetooth. Okay. So it's a tool. If that tool can be used to control coronavirus, it's a great tool. We should use it. When coronavirus settles, we should scrap it. But what happens many times is governments all over want to use these things for surveillance. So there is an issue of privacy.
0: So you agree with what the cyber security experts are saying because they say that it's a breach of privacy. It's a breach of fundamental rights. Do you also see this as the same thing?
1: See if I am nearby. If I don't turn on my Bluetooth, you know. So that option has to be mine. Mm -hmm. You can't force me to turn on my Bluetooth. I may not want to do it. So if I don't do it, that application has no meaning. Mm -hmm. Okay. So of course there are issues of privacy, piracy, but these issues are very common. Today, we must recognize that information brings about openness, accessibility, connectivity, networking, democratization, decentralization, accountability. But governments are not designed to take advantage of it.
0: But don't you think that the government Mr. Petroda, don't you think that the governments, uh, I'm talking about not just the Indian government, any government of the day, would use these kind of tools as some kind of a social control and they would never want to come out of it.
1: But you see, then again you go back to the mindset. Mindset of the leaders. Today, if you look at the world, Mm -hmm. world really don't Mm -hmm. have the kind of leader world needs. Most of them are narrow-minded, petty, into personal propaganda. They lie through their teeth to public. Public accepts it. Sad. You know, how can leader lie to public and get away with it? Right. We don't have Gandhian leadership anymore. World over, you don't have a tall leader in the world who can set the direction. And that is what world needs today. But, no, isn't, bad it, examples but
0: isn't it ironical you say that the world needs Gandhian principles but none of the lead, world leaders are wanting to practice these kind of principles. So how does the world go forward in, in a complete absence of Gandhism where the world is, 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 is actually sitting on, on, on a mound of uh, propaganda. So how do things move forward? Absolutely.
1: Because, because they think through this new technology they can control power. But they don't realize, at the end of the day in life, what matters is truth, trust, love, inclusion, diversity. You cannot build a nation today based on dividing people.
0: But if you, if you,
1: you've got to add everybody with you. But Mr. President,
0: US also, if you see the troll army. Mr. Petroda, if you see the troll army, the way it functions on social media platforms, apparently these, uh, these few virtues which you and me are talking about right now, uh, they would... They would uh, it feels that they are completely misplaced in the present order of the things.
1: Yeah, I feel sorry for them. I feel very sorry for them that they are so petty. They have no self-respect. Okay? They are hurting themselves. They don't realize. Okay? You got to really have broad-minded approach in life. You can't be petty Absolutely. about everything.
0: But, uh, coming, back to, right. but Mr. Petruda, coming back to, right. But Mr. Petroda, coming back to Arogya Setu app, uh, People feel, and uh, there's a large section of people which has a number of reservations about this app, that it's a breach of privacy, it's a breach of uh, fundamental rights, it's a tool of uh, uh, mass surveillance. Now, how does one implement this? A large section of people feel that there should be a law to implement uh, the way Aarogya Setu should run around. So, uh, what is your view on this? Should there be a law to to implement Aarogya Setu application?
1: See, before announcing any of these things you need to have public debate okay. in a democracy you need to have dialogue you need to build consensus but some government feel that they can control all the institutions without building consensus i mean look at what is going on in media today it's completely biased but that's my view we are all concerned about judiciary as well Okay. Police. I, oh, doc, so uh, when you begin to. Yes, uh, go ahead. You were saying institutions something. Take away their autonomy. You undermine democracy.
0: Right. But uh, Mr. petroda when you talk about uh, uh, apps, applications like Setu and uh, seen as a breach of privacy, seen as a breach of fundamental rights, but... Uh, you know, there are other applications which all of a sudden, you know, are imposed on the people. Say, for example, the way Zoom application is currently being used all across the world for video conferencing, for holding meetings, for online classes. But then there is a large section of people who feels that Zoom is somewhere encroaching upon your lives the way it shouldn't be doing it. What is your view on Zoom? No, then,
1: you use, then you should use Zoom.
0: How do you restrain when no, the world is using it? Mr. Sam Petrodo would be knowing the nitty-gritties of Zoom, so you wouldn't, but when the world is using it, so how do you refrain yourself from doing it?
1: No, first of all, you have to decide what you want to do with your life. Okay. For example, this interview, you requested me, I agree. It was my option. You gave me an option. It's
0: a pleasure, sir.
1: So, we all have to decide... How we want to run our life we are still a democratic country i have a right to speak up you can troll you can disagree i respect that
0: but mr petroda but go, in I'm times, times like
1: read no but in book,
0: times of a I lockdown read. but mr petroda in times of a lockdown where everybody is working from home schools are closed colleges are shut Students don't have an option but to take that uh, uh, option of going online through Zoom because all the classroom teaching is happening through Zoom right now. So how does one, uh, you know, pick and choose in an option like this? Because you
1: don't have a choice. There is no so, alternative so over first Zoom. first of all, since we are all locked up, we need to continue our normal activities. Okay. And if video conferencing is one way to continue our normal activities... It's great. Why not? Give an example. I have a grandson and granddaughter in San Francisco.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: They are cooked up because they are locked in. Children want to go out and play, but they can't play. Right. So, every day I have one hour with them where we do paintings together. We play together. We had never done that before that way. We just used to talk. So you have to find your own space, yes. your own tools. Some may be comfortable with it; some may not be comfortable with it.
0: But uh, Mr. petroda so I, but given given the kind of, right, but given the kind of experience you've had with technology and with uh, observing the governance structures, uh, uh, you know, from a very close end, uh, in context of this present pandemic, how soon do you think that the world? will start moving towards a positive direction because right now it's a complete gloom and doom picture for everyone.
1: I'm not health expert but I can tell you based on whatever I read and understand and learn that this is not going to be sorted out in few months. Okay. Okay. You can essentially write off 2020. Okay. In the history of mankind 2020 would be seen is a year not for the Vision twenty twenty but for Corona twenty twenty.
0: You've given the tailpiece of our
1: interview twenty twenty will force us to have a vision beyond twenty twenty.
0: Okay, in a, an so it, lot of it, And very quickly uh, Mr. Petroda because I have to wind up the interview and uh, there is a shortage of time as well in one line if I were to ask you what is that one suggestion you would like to give to the Modi government uh, in the present context
1: I would say take care of our poor take care of poorest of the poor they need us badly Give money to them like the Naya scheme. Okay. Put money in their pocket now. Make sure that they get it and not some middlemen take most of it.
2: Okay.
1: Use technology to deliver what they really need. They need support. Okay. Don't worry about rich. They'll all take care of themselves.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Petroda. It was a pleasure having you on the program. और स्वराज एक्सप्रेस के इस खास कार्यक्रम ऑन रिकॉर्ड में इतना ही फिर से मुलाकात होगी किसी और शख्सियत के साथ आप बने रहिएगा स्वराज एक्सप्रेस पर